Welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. And today's episode is all about physical pain and how to alleviate it. And before we get into that, I'd just like to thank everyone that's left me a five star review over at iTunes or however you choose to listen to this podcast. Please keep doing that and I appreciate the comments you've left as well because when you do that I put out this content every week for you to give you these golden nuggets and this truth serum if you will so you can get something out of it and hopefully enjoy it and pass it along to your friends, family, colleagues, anyone else that you feel would get something from this podcast and I ask for nothing in return and if you enjoyed it please leave a five star review at iTunes or however you listen to it and leave a couple of comments and if you do that um, just shoot me an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at leukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com with a screenshot. And what we can do is book you a 30-minute power session with me either over Skype or over the telephone. Now, please understand, a power session is not a therapy session. It's not a hypnosis session. It's simply uh, where you get 30 minutes of my time free of charge to help you to ascend to the next level to begun, become unstuck in an area of your life that you have been a bit sticky in and has been a re little resistant and prevented you from moving. We brainstorm some ways to help you get out of it, tangible things you can do to get your life to the next level. So if you leave that review to sweeten the deal, just shoot me over that email with that screenshot and we'll book that over Skype or over the telephone and now on to the subject at hand which is pain and pain might not be what you think it is you've seen all pain is real absolutely 100% real and yet it's all in the head at the same time because pain is manufactured in the brain and appears wherever it's needed over the rest of the body Pain is a response to a message that cells are damaged or about to be damaged. And so if we get too close to something that's really hot, we will feel pain. And as we move our hand away from it, the pain recedes because it hasn't caused any damage. But if we hadn't heard the message, We'd got deeper and deeper into the message and stayed in the path of the flame and actually caused damage and burns to ourselves. So pain actually arrives before there's any physical damage. It's manufactured in the brain to say, hey, move your fucking hands. You can prove this. Just take any part of your body with a little bit of loose skin and just pinch it a little bit softly and then harder and harder until it's more uncomfortable and then let go. No pain left, right? Because it was saying, if you carry on like that, that's going to cause some damage. So let go of it. It went, there's no damage being caused, but I can feel that pressure, but the pain's gone. There was pain at the time, but not right now, so I can let it go. So pain comes along to tell us that there's damage happening or about to happen. And then usually, after a period of time, if there is damage, pain goes away again. So the people that I help 
with the techniques that I use in hypnosis and change work, I help the people where the pain has stayed. So it's old pain. So why would pain stain, stay if it's a message to tell you there's going to be cell damage after the cells have healed? Because I've just told you, and I just said, the pain goes away before the cell damage completely heals. I want you to imagine having a broken arm. If you've ever broken a leg or a bone, just imagine that. And just remember how much it takes over everything in your life, your focus. You're dosed up on the way to the hospital. The pain overrides everything that's going on until you get to the hospital. Because even with something like a broken arm, there's a danger that you could die if you didn't have the pain. Because the bone could start cutting things inside, severing an artery, or it could poke through the skin, go gangrene, and without the pain, you wouldn't do anything about it, and then you'd die. So pain is a very necessary message to get something done, and we do. So we go off to the hospital, get an x-ray, doctor sees it, sees the x-ray, and says, well, it's broken, and puts a plaster cast on it, and we do that. And as soon as the plaster is holding this tight, that part of the body, the pain starts to fade. It either disappears completely or it just drastically reduces. Because we've done everything we can and seen a medical professional, so now the pain message that said, oh, there's a terrible thing that's just happened here, now says, well, there's nothing more we can do. And that can mend now. And when it mends, fixes, we take the plaster off, and you'll be back to as good as new. But just the muscles won't be as strong as they were because it hasn't been used for a while because the plaster was holding it in place. Now imagine if you had a plaster that was on and the pain had to continue until the tissues were mended. Then how would you know if the bone wasn't setting properly because the, pain, because the bone would have to give you pain to go back to the doctors to get it reassessed. And without that pain, without that ability to feel that pain, because you're already in pain, you wouldn't know if the bone hadn't been separated and healed. So pain is very clever. It knows when to go away because it knows when those tissues can heal themselves. And one of the big factors is when we're in pain, we tense up. So we get pain and then we tense up. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, my shoulder, my back, my neck. I'm really hot. Then we tighten up. And when that first happens, it's a really good thing that happens because it restricts blood flow to that area. Imagine a piece of meat if you squeezed until the blood came out. And you try getting that blood back in and when it's still squeezed, you can't. So when we tighten up an area, we prevent a lot of blood loss because the blood isn't able to get into it. But if we stay in pain and stay in tension and we stop the blood getting into that and it doesn't heal as well. So the pain has to go to allow the tension to go, to allow the blood to go, to allow the blood to go back into the area. So normally we get tissue damage. I cut my finger. I get a bit of a little bit of pain if it just needs a plaster. I get a lot of pain if it needs tissues. And if I try without having it stitched up when it needs to be, then it becomes even more painful because it hasn't healed. So I have to have the stitches. Now imagine a wound that's opened up, that's healing up, and there's a scab 
that's causing it to heal up so it's not open up to fresh air and germ warfare, fair, then it stops hurting. But it hasn't fully healed yet because it's still got scar tissue around it. And if you pick the scab off, the pain is back again. So we have pain to prevent us from tissue damage. We have the pain of telling us about the tissue damage and to have something done about it. And we have the pain that's been going before the tissue has been repaired. So the people that I typically see are the people where the pain has stayed long after. And when the pain has stayed, there's usually something that's holding on to that pain and usually an emotional reason of some kind. Some people will believe because they've got a long-term illness and the problem remains that the pain needs to remain. And that's simply not true in most cases. For example, if you have a crumbling spine and you have a pain in an area and you've had a pain in that area and you've had it assessed, doctor surgeons have seen you, you've had it scanned, x-rays, you've been to the specialists and they're keeping an eye on it, monitoring it, seeing if you need any extra help or support or an operation, pins put in or anything like that. So the actual original pain was to stay there until you get diagnosed. Once you've been diagnosed and you know what it is, you don't need the pain. Because that pain's not helpful anymore. Because it's an old message that said, we've damaged this part of you. Go and fix it. For some people, they might want to hold on a little bit of the pain so they remember not to do anything stupid with the air of their body. But for most people, when you turn off that part of them, they turn off that, that pain... So they remember when they were weak, but that old pain's gone. But that allows new pain to come in that's actually real pain that lets them know in that moment, stop doing that, stupid. Now, but if you imagine what happens with a lot of people, imagine you have an 8 out of 10 pain in your back and you keep it for years. It will gradually get wider and wider and expand to a larger area and go to a more painful area. This will now encompass other parts of the pain, spine that are not damaged. But if they did become damaged, you wouldn't notice it anymore because the spine has spread to that area because you're already in pain at that level that it would need to show you that level that it's crumbling. So it's actually crazy to keep old pain messages that mark, might mask new pain messages. And as long as you don't numb the area, then you're actually making it safer to be without pain than it would be with pain. Because of that new pain, or that, that old pain, master new pain appearing, you can actually be in danger. So if you imagine your whole spine has complete 8 out of 10 pain, and a tumour comes along that has nothing to do with that, but it appears on your spine, and it's an 8 out of 10 already on your spine, you wouldn't know that tumour's there until it became a 9 out of 10 pain. Therefore, it would probably be inoperable, easy for me to say, and fatal. So it's crazy to keep old pain. There's no purpose of it. And until now, although the body heals itself and it's very good at doing that, until now, if the body hasn't healed itself, we've just had to accept that the pain and the pain that goes with it. Yet we should look at why the body hasn't healed itself or has healed itself. Why you still have the pain. And so the old pain to go method that I use from Steve Blake, that you obviously do need to be diagnosed with a doctor. It needs to be long enough that it should have healed by itself by now. Then 
what I do is actually talk to you. These practitioners that practice this talk to you, talk to your unconscious mind to give your body to respond in a way to let us know. I need to carry on holding on to this because I have a valid reason. Or it rethinks this, your body, and says, no, actually there's no real good reason for me to carry on holding on to this pain. And the weirdest thing happens often time. The pain is let go in an instant. Now, this sounds too good to be true, true, but literally I've seen this technique and heard about this technique and experienced using this technique on many, many clients now and seen work of other people who've been doing this for even longer than me and it's just gone and it's crazy. It's almost like you don't believe it until you see it. It's almost too good to be true. So I do want you to check these processes out that you'll see online under old pain to go steve blake's method uh and the stuff that i do with it now as well and you can see all the reasons why it works because all we're doing is we're evoking a natural healing process that you were always enabled to do and able to do it's something your body does naturally it heals itself most of the time and sometimes it just needs a bit of tweaking a little bit of a reminder to say why are you still doing this and it just changes and it really is as simple as that it is a talking process to get rid of physical pain and it works it is quite incredible so i know you'll probably be skeptical and i've never worked on somebody who wasn't a bit skeptical uh coming into this process people that had been pain had a huge amount of pain and fibromyalgia or arthritis for years yet it just disappeared so skepticism is not a problem a lot of the people that i work with are naturally skeptical when they come in in fact i'm skeptical about this working yet it works most of the time which is absolutely crazy but it does work so if you are in pain or you know anyone that's in pain please pass on along this podcast spread it share it there's nothing that people need to do it's typically um a one session to deal with something like this type of pain it's not something you need to keep updating or topping off because essentially most of the time in one session when we turn off the old pain it's gone if your body needs the pain it will hold on to it but if the body truly doesn't need to hang on to this message which is in most cat most times the case it will just let it go it's not the best business model in the world to heal people of their pain in one session because we only see you or only see you one time but it's gone so it's a very, very good thing. It's a very, very fast thing for overcoming any inappropriate pain out there. Because you may pay a lot of money for many different type of therapies that only slightly make you feel better or don't work at all. Whereas this form of hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming in old pain to go that I use uh, typically works in one session with people and they don't have the pain anymore or it drastically reduces. Some people may even keep a little bit of the pain, a tiny bit of the pain, and it just reminds them not to overdo things. Whereas if they completely lost the pain, they might overdo things a little bit. But that's up to your unconscious mind to decide. It's a very simple and easy process to do out there. So do do look up this stuff out there and see some of the work that I do with people um, out there. Because most pain that we have is either past-based, i.e. something happened a long time ago and we're still hanging on to that pain, or is future-based, thinking, oh, when I do that activity tomorrow, my back, my neck, my shoulder will hurt. 
oftentimes a client will come to see me for some kind of pain alleviation and I'll say okay yeah on a scale of one to ten how much pain are you feeling in your back right now and they say well I know when I got up this morning when I got out of bed uh, it was an eight out of ten yeah but where's your pain now and it'll be like I know when I leave your office and I go up that flight of stairs and I go to the gym and I go on to elliptical it'll be a nine out of ten yeah but where's your pain now and just taking away that anticipatory pain of the future and that hereditary or historic pain, I should say, from the past, often takes two-thirds of that pain away and drastically in that moment is reduced. Now, new pain. New pain is appropriate. New pain is, I just got hit by a truck, then go to a hospital, stupid, and get that sort out. That's what it out. That's new pain. But old pain is like chronic pain, stuff that you've seen all your specialists. You've been diagnosed for 20 years, 30 years now. You've still got all that pain. There's no appropriate reason for you to have that anymore. It's almost, to use a metaphor, it's almost like there's an alarm bell that's going off inside your body. Yet it's going off all the time with the pain. All the time, the flashing lights, the loud sound. Now, if the alarm bell is going off 24-7 of pain, then when you do actually have new pain, i.e. there's an accident just happened that you need uh, attention to it immediately, you don't notice it because the alarm's going off all the time. You don't notice what new pain is. It's been masked by the old pain and it's almost like the little boy or little girl that cried wolf. Because you're hearing it all the time, you don't go and get diagnosed any new pain that you have, which in turn can eventually become worse. And what I teach clients is this, often clients will come to see me and it's often when it comes to their pain, it's like they're driving a hundred miles an hour down a 50 mile an hour maximum highway. And I say, hey, what's going to happen is every time you're breaking a speed limit down this 50 mile, away, uh, 50 mile an hour highway, you're doing 100 miles an hour, the police come by, the cops come by and they stop you and they say, hey, stop it. Stop it, stupid. Or we're going to cite you. We're going to write you a ticket. We're going to fine you. We're going to put you in prison. And if you stop that and you start to go 50 miles or a little bit less down that highway, you're good. The cops don't come to pull you over. But if you start going faster again, the police pull you over. Now, use that metaphor in your own life. If you're doing if you're doing too much with the pain that you have, your body is going to produce more and more pain because it's saying, hey, stupid, you agreed to do less work, to be less driven. In which case, we know, as your body, as your unconscious mind, we don't need to make you feel any pain anymore because you're working within these parameters. Oftentimes, the clients I see to when it comes to pain, they're like, well, if I go 100 miles an hour all of the time, I'll get where I need to go faster. But you don't because you're being pulled up, pulled up metaphorically by the cops all the time, which is slowing down your journey. Whereas if you just went slow and you stayed within your boundaries, you stayed within the speed limits, you'd actually get more stuff done, get where you need to get faster because you wouldn't be pulled over by the cops and experience your pain all the time. New pain, go get sorted out immediately. It's very, very important. Old pain is just a message. And oftentimes when you get the message of what the body's trying to tell you, which might be as simple as, hey, stupid, stop overexerting yourself while you're playing squash, and you listen to it and you stop doing it, I've seen miraculous things that happen there. Pain only comes to send you a message. Pain comes to say, act on this message now. And when you act on that message, most of the time it disappears as old pain. The thing is, we all feel pain, but we actually don't feel pain in the way that we think that we do. For example, if you bang your elbow, your funny bone on a wall, you feel pain. But it's actually not your elbow, not your skin, 
not your not your elbow joint that feels that pain it see your elbow sends a message to your brain your brain goes oh you've just hit yourself you've give yourself a boo-boo you've banged yourself and sends the pain signal back into your nerve endings then you feel pain but it happens in a millisecond like that your body cannot feel pain your brain feels pain so the interesting thing is there is a very small percentage of people on earth that feel no physical pain literally you could put them in fire they would die if they stayed in fire long enough yet they wouldn't feel the pain you could shoot them up and down their body you could stab them I know these are violent metaphors yet they wouldn't feel the pain if they didn't get emergency service after to stop them bleeding out they'd probably die yet there's a part of the brain that's not plugged into their body which means they cannot feel pain which in some ways sounds like a superpower but other ways they could accidentally get lacerated sometime but because they don't feel the pain they never get medical attention and they just pass out and they die every person i've ever seen that had some kind of pain old pain that's been there chronically for many many years there was some emotion behind it that when that emotion was realized and let go and understood oftentimes the pain either miraculously disappeared or downgraded to a very very small number out of 10. so that's really all that pain is so if you do have chronic pain that you're holding on to yourself right now you have to ask yourself what's the purpose of me holding on to this pain and am i willing to let go of this pain have this message and move on to the life that i really want to live a pain-free life even if that means i need to slow down in my life or give up certain activities in order for this pain to miraculously disappear and as always to be absolutely clear i'm talking about chronic pain if you have new pain an accident happened obviously go to a doctor obviously go to the hospital obviously get surgery you don't need me to say this but there's some people that i think they're smart out there that are going to misinterpret the words i'm saying no get fucking help from a medical professional new pain i'm talking about old pain the chronic stuff that's been there for many many years that you've seen all the surgeons the doctors the chiropractors the massage therapists yet you still have it why do you still have it because there's a message you haven't got when you get that message most of the time you can let go of that pain and i've literally seen it happened many many times if you look into the work of steve and blake of old pain to go which i am a practitioner of as well some miraculous work that I have seen out there that he has done, his practitioners, and now that I do with my 21 years in change therapies using different techniques, I just happen to find this one of the fastest and best ways right now. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope it's opened up your eyes and your ears and your body to what old pain really is and that you can let go of it, whether it be fibromyalgia, whether it be osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, you can let go of it. And at the very worse, you can drastically limit a lot of that old pain and dial it down. If you've enjoyed today's show, drop me an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com. And uh, ask me to send you my special fact sheet, special report. There's five ways to become unstuck in your life. Five practical ways to become unstuck in whatever area of your life you're stuck in that you can use immediately to start ungluing yourself. It is like truth serum that you go out there and you can move throughout the world. So just drop me an email, mailatlukenosis.com, and I shall send you that. And as always, as I like to end these podcasts, always believe.